Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Mars Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, uh, we'll do a real quick recap of uh, what's happening on Maui with respect to internet and communications. Actually, it might be a little longer than real fast because uh, I think I'll probably spend the better part of this show talking about it. And and with me, joining me, is one of our broadband Hui members, uh, Brad Bennett, Brad Kaleo Bennett. And he's with the Awamo Collaborative, and he's been very much involved with uh, putting together some surveys, speed tests, uh, community networks. So uh, he and I will kind of go through what we've sort of in mass in terms of uh, what we understand to be uh, what's happening on the ground. So I want to welcome uh, Brad to uh, Bite Marsh Cafe. Hey, thank you, Brad. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks, Brad. Thanks for uh, joining me. And, you know, this is uh, kind of a little bit of a, uh, not last minute, but, we, you know, I wanted to provide an update on, you know, what's happening uh, on the ground uh, in Maui, uh, especially in the context of, of communications and, and the Internet. And, you know, there's uh, um, a lot of moving parts. And, you know, today we had our broadband hui call and, you know, we had all the carriers come on and, and actually talk about some of the things that they're doing. So, you know, what I wanted to do is, uh, you know, between you and me, we can sort of share what was talked about uh, on the call today. And then um, what we can do is uh, then kind of get into some of the things that uh, you're doing, Brad, with Awamo Collaborative and, and how we might be able to you know, help out with uh, providing some access to the internet and connectivity on Maui as we as we move down this timeline. But uh, so with that, Brad, if you're okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off uh, with some of the things that was shared today uh, on the broadband hui call, and um, and uh, I will encourage you to kind of chime in where, wherever you feel uh, uh, you you want to kind of add some add some flavor and color to this. So first off, you know, I wanted to um, go go down the line with uh, some of the uh, ISPs that were on the call. And, and um, the, the first one I'll, I'll uh, go and talk a little bit about is uh, Spectrum. Spectrum was on the call, joined us uh, today. And and really they shared uh, one of the kind of the highlights is that, and I'll post this article that they uh, provided us uh, from Maui Now, but they are making available, I think, uh, 8,000 uh, Wi-Fi hotspots across the entire state and uh, this is uh, uh, basically been unlocked and unlimited use for free across the state. So I think the, this is something called out-of-home Wi-Fi. And uh, it's going to be, um, there's dots on the map that you can go check out. And this is uh, located at uh, uh, spectrum.com slash internet slash Wi-Fi dash access dash points. And I'll put that up on the show notes uh, later on this evening. So if anyone wants to check out where the free uh, 8,000 Wi-Fi hotspots from Spectrum is, uh, you can go, uh, check out the website. But Brad, is that is that kind of what your takeaway from uh, their announcement today was? Yes, yes. And, you know, I, I think uh, what I would like to point out is how much we appreciate all of the service providers who were on the call today. And everybody's providing some access, you know, some free access or some extended uh, coverage to uh, to Maui and, and to those who are dealing with the tragedy. So yeah, uh, that that sounds exactly like what they shared this morning. Yeah, and you know, you you bring up a great point. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of uh, 
internet providers, well, not a lot, but you know, you're talking about the main ones, uh, you know, Spectrum, Hawaiintel, even the wireless guys like uh, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, and they're all basically boots on the ground, 24-7, all hands on deck, working on how they can bring whatever resources they have uh, to bear on on improving the situation, you know, that's that's happening out on Maui, and and, and it, you know when. Uh, just the just the scope of the devastation that has occurred, um, not only well Lahaina obviously and and uh, upcountry in Kula, uh, it's it's really literally mind-boggling. So uh, I, I think uh, you know the effort that's being put forward by everybody involved to try to recover uh, is is really kind of heroic. So I, um, you know we'll continue down this list. Um, so Spectrum, yeah, and then Hawaiian Tel also came on and shared the. A, a good amount of detail uh, with respect to what what they're doing on the ground in um, you know in Maui and especially in Lahaina and uh, I also have a um, Maui response website for anybody interested you can go to info.hawaiintel info.hawaiintel.com slash Maui dash response and in a nutshell let me kind of kind of review and our friend, uh, uh, let's see, I got this. She, she actually did a really good job, um, you know, kind of summarizing what was talked about on the Hui call. But uh, Shola um, Kahiapo Trevino, she is another regular on our, actually she helps co-convene the uh, Broadband Hui and, and actually uh, did a really great little summary. And I'm kind of looking at the, the summary right now. And she uh, kind of wrote down that Hawaiian Tel, uh, and this is you know straight from Hawaiian Tel, so they're going to be providing uh, phone and community Wi-Fi services at these three locations. One is uh, the War Memorial Gym, and uh, the next one is the Kihei Gym, and the third one is ha- uh, Hannibal Tavares Center. So those are the three places where Hawaiian Telcom is going to be providing a. Uh, free Wi-Fi service, and they also mentioned um, that they have uh, connected about 10,000 customers in Kula and Makawao, and um, they also have, uh, uh, I guess, several cell sites that have been been uh, uh, turned on. <laughs> uh, they they are waiving equipment charges. They're pausing uh, billing charges, and let's see. Um, and they can ac- actually have your uh, customers in areas that have their landline number. They can forward it free of charge um, if you're in Lahaina, uh, Napili, and Ka'anapali. Uh, you can, you can uh, uh, I guess, f- have your numbers forwarded for free. The uh, number to call uh, to do that is 808-643-6284. So... That's kind of what the Hawaiian Tel has uh, on the ground happening. Oh, and and uh, Brad, uh, you remember they talked a little bit about Paniolo too. So, what's your recollection on that? And if 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 you don't recall, I can I can sort of fill in. Yeah. So, um, you know, Hawaiian Tel did acquire the the assets of uh, the Paniolo, uh, the the cabling, the the undersea cabling, um, in the in the in the recent. Um, a bankruptcy hearing with with um, Sandwich Island Communications. So they did mention that though that service is available, the 
the landing sites themselves on the on the west side of Maui are still intact. Their operational buildings are still intact. So uh, there's an attack line, I believe they said from uh, from Lahaina side to Punene, which is um, closer to the south side of Maui. So mm-hmm. um, I, I believe that that's how, that that's you know what they're going to use to start uh, rebuilding their network and kind of providing service where they can. But for us, especially for what we're trying to do. You know, and we'll talk about that later. Is you know having that 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 backbone of service still available is important for us trying to get you know service out into the more affected areas, the the burned out areas, or the, the areas that were devastated by fires. Yeah, and you know, for uh, uh, for our listeners who are kind of trying to figure out like what is uh, what does the Paniolo cable actually do? So uh, back in the day when Sandwich Isles uh, as a telephone company was providing telephone service to Hawaiian homelands, uh, they also built capacity for inter-island fiber. And the inter-island fiber piece was called uh, Paniolo. And in the uh, Sandwich Isles um, sort of bankruptcy resolution, they had to sell off some assets. And some of the assets that they sold off was was the Paniolo cable, uh, which Hawaiian Tel acquired. And in in the case of Lahaina, how, how this is important for Lahaina is that, you know, a lot of the fiber um, uh, was being run along the highway on pole lines, and and a lot of those pole lines were basically burnt uh, in the fire. <clears throat> so the uh, you know which is kind of um, you know very very much service impacting. Uh, but what uh, an alternative was the Paniolo undersea fiber that comes into Lahaina. So there's an undersea fiber that comes into Lahaina, and it goes into uh, the, I think, Lealii uh, Central Office, uh, which is something that um, uh, at the time Sandwich Owls had um, built. And, and it, it actually goes underground from where the cable lands uh, in Lahaina on the beach. Uh, and then there's, a, there's probably a cable landing nearby. And then there's underground conduit that uh, gets run all the way to um, Lealii. And then they, Hawaiian Tel was able to also connect uh, that central office uh, to the Lahaina uh, central office, which is, uh, from what I understand from, from Hawaiian Tel, was not um, uh, impacted by the fire. So they are able to actually turn some services on uh, as a result of uh, making that, that undersea fiber connection. And I think what, what is also was kind of important that was shared uh, today was the fact that with the uh, connectivity that's enabled in the Lahaina central office, uh, they can now connect some of the cell sites that are being um, being revived. And again, the cell towers were all burnt down as well. So uh, what uh, some of the cell providers are doing is they're bringing in um, something called Carrier on wheels, and that's so <laughs> it's short for cow. Cow is carrier on wheels, and they're bringing them in, but they need to be connected to the backbone. So they'll, you know, they'll be able to connect uh, to the backbone via the Lahaina central office and then actually enable some, um, you know, wireless connectivity. So, uh, does that does that sound about right, Brad? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay, so. You know, we'll continue on this uh, update, uh, but uh, for now, we're going to take a short break and uh, 
Uh, I've got uh, Brad Bennett from Awamo Collaborative, and we're talking about the uh, bringing the services uh, on on Maui with respect to internet connectivity and communications back up as uh, quickly as possible. There's all hands on deck, and so we'll we'll um, pick back up where we left off and give you folks an update on some of the other carriers and what they're doing. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, whose contributors help Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Anchor Systems Hawaii. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum, and of course, uh, I'm uh, happy to to have uh, Brad Bennett on the show, and uh, he's with Awamo Collaborative, a nonprofit on the Big Island, who's been very much involved with. Uh, all things uh, connectivity, internet, uh, community networks, and actually helping folks do speed tests so that uh, we can get a sense as to what's what's going on uh, across the state. And and I invited Brad to come on and share some of the things that um, you know we found out as a result of our broadband hui call today. And and what we're doing is just going through an update on what some of the ISPs and carriers have have shared with us. So, Brad, we covered. Um, um, so far, we've covered uh, Spectrum and Hawaiian Tel. And uh, next up on the list, I got uh, uh, AT&T. So this is, this is what I recall, um, you know, AT&T sharing. They, they have deployed um, these portable cell sites. And <clears throat> from what I gather, you know, when you, when you do a portable cell site, uh, which, you know, if you had an AT&T service, you still have to, be able to connect to it right and and that cell site needs to still be connected to the backbone they still need to get into the network now because all the connectivity down is down and and as i just mentioned you know the, the lahaina co is only now being kind of you know brought up with the uh, paniolo fiber so uh, they'll be able to do some you know some fiber connectivity but if you know if that's not available brad what what what, <laughs> what else is available satellite right yeah, you know, I, I, I know that um, the your office has been reaching out to Starlink to see what their plans are. Um, you know, w w w if they have any plans to help support up the coverage. But yeah, but other than that, you know, because Maui and, and and West Maui in and of itself is isolated from the rest of Maui. There's one way in, one way out. Well, mm -hmm. two, but the, the the back road to Kakaloa is is very dangerous. So it's it's not well, it's not you know traveled very much, but. Um, yeah, so so with, without that connectivity, um, you know, people are kind of out of luck. And, and, you know, for us, we're glad to see service providers bringing in these portable cell sites. But mm -hmm. I, I think it was made clear by, by, by most of the service providers who were talking today that these portable cell sites are being brought on site to help with the public safety people and mm -hmm. to help with, uh, you know, the people actually doing the searching, which is very important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I, I think what we want to try and do, and, hope, and, and, we, and we'll talk about it a little later, is try and get some connectivity back to the public because there, there's, you know, there was a public school, uh, commemorative third elementary school was almost completely destroyed. So all of those students have to access online education now or go to school somewhere else. And, you know, just the way Maui is, there's not a lot of room in the other schools. So mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. I, I think, you know, figuring out this connectivity issue is very important. So I'm very happy you have a, to have a, you have us on today. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one of the, one of the key things about, uh, these portable cell, uh, sites is that as, a, as I mentioned, you know, they, they need to be connected to the backbone. And right now what was shared with us was that 
the only thing available is, is satellite connections. And so they probably have some little antenna on the on these portable cell sites and talking, you know, talking to the uh, satellite. And obviously what's going to happen is that there's very, very limited bandwidth as a result of that connection. So uh, your point is well taken. You know, if, if um, you're going to have a bunch of people on that, uh, particular portable cell site, you know, with with uh, let's say AT and T service, you know, you're not going to be able to accommodate because uh, there's going to be a lot of congestion. <clears throat> so, I think right now it's primarily for uh, the first responders to access, and not quite uh, available with the kind of bandwidth that's going to accommodate uh, public access. So, uh, that's kind of what's happening with with AT and T. AT and T did also mention, Brad, that um, they're going to be doing some. Uh, f- uh, loaner phones to folks. I think there's there's a a federal uh, kind of coordinated event for resources coming up this Saturday, uh, and and um, I think it's taking place in in Kihei. Uh, and and what they're going to be doing is also making some uh, loaner phones available uh, free of charge for you. So AT and T kind of announced uh, you know that that capability. And then similarly, similarly, you know, the um, the folks over at Verizon basically said the same thing. I mean, they're all trying to get their serv- services up to speed or up back up uh, in operations. But uh, I remember Corey telling us that uh, they are facing the same thing, which is, you know, they're going to have to connect to the satellite. <laughs> it's going to be limited bandwidth, so you know that's going to be kind of kind of problematic. Um, let's see, what else do I have here? Oh, um, I do have. I did get a response from. Uh, uh, T-Mobile, and and you know how this is <laughs> this is the nature of uh, how um, sort of on the spot moving target you know things are happening kind of real time. Uh, my my T-Mobile contacts said, you know the the only update they can provide is what was tweeted <laughs> tweeted on <laughs> on the social media that is now called X, uh, and it was uh, by their uh, I think uh, their president, and it it basically said for Maui that uh, they restored 94% of coverage uh, for the island, 94%. Okay, well, um, that sounds pretty good, but I didn't, I didn't think it was that much, uh, much available in, in uh, the Lahaina area. Um, they're looking at, uh, you know, of course, uh, recovering and, and uh, assessing uh, what is currently still down. Um, they've got uh, backup generators in place to keep the, the cell sites operational if uh, commercial power is is uh, not available, and they're deploying these uh, cell cell on wheels or uh, what I call what they call cows uh, to provide temporary coverage in Lahaina. Just and and just like uh, whether it's uh, you know T-Mobile or Verizon or AT and T, it's pretty much the same situation. They're all you know looking at um, kind of bringing in these portable units, but uh, still. You know how they connect back into the the network is problematic, uh, given that it's kind of a slow, uh, a slow connection back up to the satellite. And and Brad, Brad, so you brought up uh, another topic that um, we can we can talk a little bit about is uh, is uh, uh, Starlink. So, what have you heard about Starlink? I mean, I heard you know there's like a boatload of of Starlink units being deployed on Maui. Yeah, and and I guess it kind of depends on who you talk to, right? I mean. FEMA alleged, you know, from what, and again, I, I don't want to really just state this as as fact on your radio show, of course, right? This is just what we're hearing from 
from Lahaina and from Maui, and you know, I have a lot of family there in Lahaina who were affected by the, by this tragedy, lost their homes. So, you know, they're getting word of mouth that you know FEMA does have starting units on the ground. Whether or not they're being deployed in Lahaina itself, uh, we don't know yet. Um, I was also been told that FEMA has a mobile vehicle as well that they're, they're you know that they're sending down to Lahaina to to help. Uh, the, the searchers and all the public safety agencies, you know, with some connectivity. But again, you made that point several times, right? They're still connected to the satellite, and 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 Starlink is the same way, right? So, it's it's going to be limited connectivity, and it's not going to be available to the general public, as far as what what we're hearing so far. I'm hearing so far, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're absolutely correct. And uh, um, we are trying to piece together, I guess, information that's coming in, in, in from multiple sources. And I, I do know that there are, uh, from, from what I gather, hundreds of Starlink units coming in. Uh, I think you're absolutely right. I think the central point of distribution is going to be FEMA. Uh, and, and, and both of you, I mean, for you and I, I mean, we really can't speak to how that's going to be uh, handled because uh, we're we're not in the loop on that. So, uh, but for for folks uh, that are uh, on the ground in Maui, I mean, sort of just be aware that there will be uh, a bunch of um, Starlink devices uh, coming in for for possible use and and connectivity. Uh, so, but we we do want to continue this this conversation. I want to give Brad a more a little bit more about uh, time to talk about some of the things that he's working on. So we want to hold that thought. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Brad Bennett from Awamo Collaborative. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor PCAT, Pacific Center for Advanced Technology Training. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe on HPR One. I'm Bert Lum. If you're just joining us, I've got Brad Bennett from Awamo Collaborative, and uh, he and I are, are chatting about some of the things that uh, we've learned about. Uh, and 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 this is like as we speak, uh, fresh off uh, the um, the wire, so to speak. Uh, and and what we're doing is conveying what we know uh, in terms of what's happening with internet and and communications on Maui, uh, especially. As it as it pertains to uh, the folks affected by the uh, wildfires uh, happening uh, in Lahaina and um, uh, upcountry, and and Brad, so you know, one of the things that I know you've been very much involved in is community networks and looking at how, uh, from a community standpoint, you know, Wi-Fi access can be can be set up and distributed and supported, and so what what is what are your thoughts on on making that kind of service available? Uh, for some of the communities in in Maui, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be critical, right? You know, because you know our background, in, in addition to uh, the data mapping and and the, and the speed testing, of course, is we work with uh, rural communities who don't have necessarily have the the fiber coming into the communities and help them create what are called mesh networks, right? You know, so so we use routers to push a signal through an, a village, an area, a small, you know, a, a small or whatever it is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in order to, in order for them to gain some sort of uh, cell, you know, cell, um, internet access. So, you know, we we have several places that we're working with that we already have it up and running. We have several that we that we were we were already in the process of standing up before this tragedy. And I think talking to our partners when this happened last week, 
and you know Bert was on a meeting with with, with us, uh, you know, talking about it last week. Mm-hmm. Um, we decided that the the technology that we're using and the partners that we have uh, with these networks can be vital in providing internet coverage to areas like Lahaina where there's not going to be there, there are no poles going into the town anymore. You know, there's no underground fiber. It's just going to be if we have a connected a connection point, hopefully near near the shore, we can shoot a signal into certain areas, and then we can use the mesh networks to distribute that signal, mm-hmm. and hopefully mm-hmm. provide the ability. And, and you know, and Bert, you know me, but my background is in education before I started working with um, with nonprofits. So that, that's always close to my heart. And knowing that these students are going to have to access an online education, not just for the rest of this year, maybe for a while. Because um, it doesn't, you know, you can't just rebuild the school in, in, in several months. Um, also, um, you know, parents are going to need information as they start trickling back to the west side and, and trying to pick up their lives. You know, providing this these access points, you know, there's no way we're going to be able to provide coverage for the entire town of Lahaina, but targeted areas where people can go to connect, students can go to do their homework, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. people can go to connect, you know, connect to telehealth appointments access government services, apply for FEMA aid or whatever, well, you know, take care of their insurance policies or whatever it is, right? So we are trying to work with our partners, uh, our tech partners. I'm meeting with several of them tomorrow. We are also trying to set up meetings with Hawaiian Telecom and Spectrum and, mm-hmm. and, and hope that they're going to partner with us in, in, in trying to make this happen, utilizing whatever infrastructure is left. Um, and, 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 you know, based on the call we had today, there is some left. So we should be able to access at least, you know, some sort of signal, some sort of connection that we can use then to shoot out in certain areas. So uh, that's what we're working on now. We, we appreciate Bert's office uh, also as, you know, part of that, uh, you know, part of that partnership and, and whoever else we can be on board. I did tell, I was also telling Bert and, and the broadband who you guys today that at some point we're going to have to have some boots on the ground and we're going to do some installation of these routers. And at that point, we're going to need, people who are technologically able Mm -hmm, to understand mm -hmm. the concepts of installing these routers and helping us, you know, kind of build out these networks that we're we're trying to design right now. So, you know, I think when that works, we will definitely try and get the work of Bert for for this show and and try and access volunteers that way. But right now, you know, it's about seeking partnerships with our service providers, uh, trying to to partner with the county of Maui to see how we can help, Mm -hmm. Um, understanding that we are here to help. We're not here to try and, you know, trying to take over anything we just want to provide access to the people because i i think all of the services coming in now are for the are for the you know the, the public safety agencies which is very important but we got to get connectivity back to the people who are still living in, on the west side right now and and brad you know you you bring up some great points and you know i think we'll be working together on on trying to uh see what resources we can help bring to the table and you're right, you know, this is kind of going to be kind of a major uh, coordination effort between multiple players that that are already on the ground and, and being sort of the point point of contact. You know, one of the things that uh, uh, is going to be also needing to be addressed are devices. Like, can we get devices into people's hands? Because a lot of times, I mean, that was probably left behind. So we're going to be looking for devices. Uh, we're going to be looking at um uh, things like services. I mean, I'm I'm going to try to figure out a way that we could do uh, like an ACP pop up, uh, you know, on Maui, so that people can actually get signed up for the benefits that the uh, federal mm-hmm. government has made available. And and uh, you know, Brad, uh, you've been very much involved with speed tests, and we had a presentation today 
uh, by UCLA. So I want to kind of, you know, we're going to probably redouble our efforts to get people out there to do speed tests so we can get a sense as to what's mm-hmm. happening. But Brad, I gotta, I'm going to wind down right now. And so uh, Brad Bennett is the um, owner of a nonprofit that's really helpful in doing a lot of the sort of uh, speed tests and community networks and, and uh, understanding what's happening across the state uh, called Awamo Collaborative. So I want to mahalo, Brad. Mahalo for joining me. Mahalo, Brad. Thank you. And of course, thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe. Join us next week when we're, we're talk about scaling up your innovation. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And of course, if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR on every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app or your favorite podcast application. You stay safe and you stay awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Mark Cafe.